For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter, Nick Gieber. You can see it right there if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. If you're listening to us on the radio, you're going to think I'm insane. But that's all right, I am. By the way, allow me to say how wonderful you are today. And how magnificent you look. And really what a smart and intelligent person you are. That's right, today we celebrate National Compliment Day. So let's make sure to have compliments for everybody that we come in touch with today. Let's not. Okay, today though, we have a lot of sports to get to. Uh, we're going to start college basketball with Chip Chicken Dinner, Chirimbus. We're going to talk Kent State at Buffalo, Marquette at Butler, and Wisconsin at Purdue. And then Al Ninos will join me here for some FA Cup predictions. Now, if you haven't bet, if you bet soccer and you bet only the Premier League, we're going to give you a little FA Cup, one of the oldest cup competitions in all of sports. We're going to give you the FA Cup picks as we get into the fourth round. Millwall, Sheffield United, Brentford, Leicester, uh, Southampton, Tottenham Hotspur. That's a real grudge match there. We'll get into that. And I believe it's Hull, Chelsea, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Hull versus Chelsea at the KCOM. Then... If you're saying, what is this guy babbling on about? Don't say that, though, because it's National Compliment Day. So what is this wonderful man talking about that I don't understand? That's what you should be saying today. But you will understand the next segment because we have Tony L. Tony L. Tigre-Tellez and Craig Trapp. El Huapo. We don't call him that to his face. Though. Well, we do, actually. But that's a compliment, isn't it? NBA. Houston Rockets against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Suns at Spurs. Raptors at Knicks. Kings at Bulls. Grizzlies at Pistons. NBA rapid fire, 14 minutes to build your bankroll. That'll be coming right up at the end of the show, and then we'll wrap it all up for you. All right, we'd love to hear from you during the show. You can do that by filling in our, the comments section on any one of our social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see it here in studio. Andrew will put it up on the screen, and I will bring you into the show. And it is National Compliment Day, folks, so let's keep the rude ones for tomorrow, okay? I'm going to step aside, take a break, and I'll be right back with the chicken dinner himself, Chip Chirimbus. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter. Twitter me, twatter me, reach out, flatter me. National Compliment Day, so send me a compliment, would you? Make me feel good, because my fragile ego is rather bruised these days. There I have it, Nick Eber. That's me. That's me, Twitter, laddie. But we're not actually talking about any pirates today, so we'll get over that one. All right, let's bring in our special guest. He is one of our serial winners and a man whose uh, smugness just follows him around like there's no tomorrow he's also got his model t parked outside mm -hmm. chip chicken dinner chirimbus chip good to have you it's great to be here you know that nick always a pleasure yeah well so we're going to talk some college basketball yeah. today uh, we have three games that we have curated because we think that there's some good values here we have one in the big 10 one in the big east and one in the mid-american conference which is uh I, ch I challenge you name every team in the mid-american no chance. Okay. No chance. Ah, gotcha. All right. Maybe that should have been a prop bet. We should but have I can, you can ask me the nicknames of the team. You name the team, and I'll give you the nicknames. 
But the, you know what? The Lori Laughlin's. Yeah, the Lori Laughlin's. Yeah. Um, Cheater U. Cheater U. That's right. On the Pac-12, right? Yeah. It's currently top of the yeah, Pac-12 yeah. basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay, you... enough of that. All right, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, let's start in the Big East chip. Let's go Marquette okay. at Butler because I like to keep you scrambling around with your papers. That's quite all right. Uh, the, golden, the, the Marquette Golden Eagles are 14 and 5, 12 and 7. By the way, the Roman legions used to go into battle carrying golden eagles. Did the they really? Yeah. I wonder if that's the Marquette. I don't think so, but anyway. 14 and 5, 12 and 7 against the spread. They're 7 and 3 in the last 10. They're on a three-game winning streak. They beat St. John's 82-68 last time out. They're 2 and 3 straight up and against the spread on the road. They're 4 and 3 in conference. Greg Elliott's out, but Marcus Howard is likely to play. The total's gone over in nine of the last 11. And the Butler Bulldogs, they don't drool, but they do win. They're 15 and 4, 11, 7 and 1 against the spread. They're 6 and 4 in the last 10, though. They're on a three game losing streak, which is a bit of a shocker, actually, because they're 15 and 4, uh, which came after a healthy six game winning streak. Absolutely. So, I mean, they talk about a streaky team, although, although at home, Chipper, they are dynamite. They're 9 and 1 straight up. They're 8 and 3 against the spread. They're 3 and 3 in conference play, though. That's questionable. Christian David uh, and Henry Bradley are question marks, and they are big home favorites at 5.5. Uh, with a total of 137. Do you and, like that number? Well, you know, Nick, that, that number is very strong for a team that has lost three in a row, yeah. without question. And they were really handled quite easily by, and, Vill by Villanova the last time. And three and three in conference. Right. That, three that's, three. You know, that's the point. But right? they are 10 and one straight up at home. One of them was a Division two team, so oh, we may okay. not well, have recorded that. So it's nine um, and a half. Anyway. Right, right, okay. But they're, you know, um, Butler is five and two against the number after a loss, and they certainly, they've had three in a row. But they're only one in four, Nick, after a straight-up loss. So, right. in other words, they could have a point spread loss, and they could recover it from it. But in a straight-up loss, they haven't recovered as well. This Marquette has one of the best players in the country, definitely a, a consideration for a lottery pick. And we're talking about Marcus Howard. And like you said, they've won um, three in a row, but they covered only one of their last four um, off a big win over St. John's. Uh, Marquette is certainly a quality team. And for them to be getting this kind of points here, I think what they're saying is that the Bulldogs are laying in wait, um, Nick. Uh, this team uh, has lost three in a row. Now they're coming home where they, they so feel so much more comfortable. Right. And Marquette at 14 and 5, um, they've already had five losses. Butler is only 15 and 4. Yeah. So I'm, I'm leaning toward Butler here. I would lay this as opposed to take it off a three-game losing streak and off the strong favorite. They could have been made a three-and-a-half-point favorite here, Nick, and people still would have been considered taking Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that the odds maker is telling you here that Butler is ready to rebound and recover from their three-game losing streak. Yeah, and, and, but just my first initial yeah. reaction to this is, yeah, I mean, nine and one straight up. Okay, nine and a half and one. Right, right. It, it, it's, it's fabulous. And, uh, but, you know, we mentioned three-game losing streak. Um, Marquette three-game win streak. But, but, but look at these records. I mean, if you look in, in conference, Marquette has a better conference right. record uh, than Butler. And Marquette's 14 and 5, Butler's 15 and 4, and one of those was against some Division 18 team. Right. So they're, 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 virtually, they're virtually dead even, and one's on, a win, one's on a hot streak and one's not. Does that invalidate the home well, court advantage? So should this be tighter than 5? I'll tell you what, one of the reasons probably not is that so take um, Marquette. Marquette is 2 and 5 in the last 7 on the road. So um, they really haven't played that well yeah. away from home at all. And Fair with enough. Butler's home record, 
That's why this number is so strong. Fair enough. I'll go with that. I just saw, okay. yeah, actually, they're two and three straight up in the last five. Right. Uh, yeah, on, uh, and against the spread, by the way, straight up. Yeah, yeah two, know, three your, your notes are, but mine are more legible. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. All, all right. By the way, allow me to say, uh, Dave, yes, uh, how lovely your notes are uh, and legible you. and beautiful because it well, is National Compliment you know, Day. And I, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. You're and welcome, you know, my good You notice that it's also color-coordinated as well. Yes, so and beautifully we color-coordinated. Yes. Thank Chip. you very much. I'm waiting for the return compliment. We're looking for okay. the highlights. And you'll get time. In due time. <laughs> now we'll move along. <laughs> All right, let's do your favorite. Uh, Kent State uh, Golden Flashes. Excuse me, Golden Flashes. Yes. Uh, 13 and 6. 8 8 and 1 against the spread. They're 5 and 5 in the last 10. They're on a two game loser. The last outing was a 69 76 loss to Northern Illinois. Seems to come up a lot in the sort of off conference college basketball discussions we have. They're 3 and 4 straight up and against the spread on the road. 3 and 3 in conference. Conference is mid American, by the way. Total's gone over an 8 of the <laughs> last 11. And the Buffalo Bulls. 13 and 6, 8, 9 and 1 against the spread. They're 7 and 3 in the last 10 on a four game winning streak coming off a win over Western Michigan. 7 and 3 straight up, 4 and 2 in conference. They've gone over in 10 of the last 15. And the Bulls are the favorites, 3.5 points with a total of 156. What side should I take on this or should I just go under or over? No, I have a winner for you I okay. here. I really do. I, I, Chicken dinner. I looked at the game beforehand and it did some, some evaluation. Both teams at 13 and 6, both teams at 500 virtually with their point spread records. Kent State comes in losing three straight, like you mentioned. They were 13-3, and three, but they haven't covered any of their last four. Meanwhile, Buffalo's turned it around. The Bulls have won their last four, yeah, and they're 3-1. And, three they're, and, one, and they're at home. And they're 3-1 against the points. They're 9-3 yeah. at home. Kent State is only 4-5 and five straight up on the road, covered one of their last seven games on the road. And I ask you, Nick, why is this line so shallow with yeah. a Buffalo team that's won four in a row against a team that's lost three in a row? Against Someone's a paid off the referees. And they're, they're on the, I don't know about the referees, but uh, maybe there will be a, an extra whistle. But yeah. this line seems, it, it just seems to me like it's so easy to take Buffalo in this game. They've they got a four-game winning streak. They're at home, mm. only three points. And um, they won both games last season. They've beaten this team um, four straight times and covered three of the four. But... You know, Buffalo, like a lot of these teams, they, they get full of themselves after a straight-up win. When they go out and defeat a team, um, the next time out, they've only covered two of the last six. So right. maybe off a win here, I'm leaning toward the golden flashes. Okay. And I think that uh, Kent State is probably the side with the points. Here. Okay, Chip, but we got two minutes. So I'm going to okay. make my preamble real, real short on this one. It's Wisconsin at Purdue. It's a Big Ten matchup. The, the Badgers are 12-7, and 8-11 against the spread. They're 7-3 and three in the last 10. They're 3-3 three and three straight up and against the spread away from home. The Boilermakers are 10-9, and 9-11 against the spread. They're 4-6 and six in the last 10 on the two-game losing streak. Uh, they're 8-2 and two straight up. Now, this is at home. They're 8-2 and two straight up, 6-4 and four against the spread at home. But they're 3-5 and five in conference. The Badgers are 5-3 and three in conference. Purdue are home favorites at four points with a total of 115. Okay, go back. All right, minute. I really wanted to get into this yeah. game because the, both teams are great defensive um, teams. 14th in the nation, Purdue average allowing only 60 points. Five points a game, and number 17 in the nation is Wisconsin at 60.6. This game is probably destined to stay under. Wisconsin got off to a bad start. Then their transfer from Ohio State has waited 18 months to play. Michael Potter is in uniform, and he, they are seven and two since he has come and dressed up for the Badgers. They're one, three, and one in their last five overall. And you know they had 18 three-pointers their last win against mm -hmm. Nebraska. Looks like to me that Wisconsin seems to be getting it together. Purdue has one win in the last five, and they who they beat? Michigan State, and yeah. they beat them 71-42. 
They're five to one in the last six meetings. It gives the edge to Purdue, but this Purdue has been so inconsistent. I think the way to go is to play this game under the total, Nick. Both these teams have great defenses. <laughs> the total is below their defensive averages, yeah. so I think the odds makers see it my way. If the winner scores 60, they're going to be lucky, and most likely the loser so, will be somewhere in I mean, we've got a low total to begin with, 115. Yeah, right. I mean, this is not going to be a dynamic, exciting game. Right. That I promise you right now. But you're saying play play the under. Total's 115. Right. It's Wisconsin-Purdue. That's a great pick. Chip, and allow me to say how oh. wonderful your picks have been today. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate your graciousness. Oh, indeed, Chip. And what a lovely time we're having. All right, when we come back, we're going to get to some FA Cup betting action with my good friend and your star handicapper, Al Ninos, right here on Picks and Parlays. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays. Your host, Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. I don't I can't see you, but if I could, I'd say how fantastic you're looking this National Compliment Day. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Send me a compliment. Because it's National Compliment Day. I've said this like five times. I've yet to receive a compliment. What's going on? All right, one man who I will compliment, though, is my next guest, Al Ninos. And before we get to this segment. I'd like to mention, oh, Fernando Ramirez. Good to see you, Fernando. There, lovely. Thank you. There, oh, there's a compliment, Fernando. He says, awesome show. Thank you so much, my friend. I want to remind everybody, we're going to give you a lot of free picks on this show. And they're free, as in you don't have to pay for them. And that's great. And we've got a lot of free picks on our site at picksandparlays.net. But we also have our expert pick, which is that extra level of analysis, that extra focus and intent you get from our, our top handicappers. So if you're really serious about betting on sports, you want to do that with the absolute best in sports intelligence that you can do. Don't go into a battle without having the best weapons and the biggest advantage over the opposition. And that's really what we're talking about here. Right now, to help you in your sports betting battles, we have a package for you. 15% off everything you put in the shopping basket at picksandparlays.net. 15% off, use promo code COLT. My last guest, Chip Chirimbus, for example, he's 23-7 and seven in the last 31 days. I mean, that is hot, hot, hot. You definitely want to take advantage of that, as well as, obviously, all the wonderful free picks we have for you uh, on the site and on the show. Okay, let's get to it. Let's bring in Al Ninos. Al, welcome. Uh, you, look, you look great today, Al. Thanks, uh, so do you, as always. Ah, and uh, so finely groomed. I, I, I congratulate you this National uh, Compliment Day. All right, Al, let's get to it. We're going to talk some FA Cup action. For those of you that don't know, the English soccer season basically never ends. It's about three and a half months off at most if there's no international play. Uh, there's the league. In this case, it's the Premier League. If you're not playing in the Premier League, you're in the championship or you're in the first division, uh, the, the leagues underneath it. And then you've got the domestic cup competitions, the FA Cup, the League Cup. You then have the European Cup competitions if you're at that elite echelon of team, uh, the Champions League or the Europa League. Uh, so these cup competitions, some of them are very, very old. This is the FA Cup. This is one of the oldest cup competitions in sports period, in all sports around the world. This is one of the oldest competitions there is. It's a very prestigious cup competition. We have four matches that we've picked for you. This is not just Premier League teams fighting. Anybody in the league can be in the FA Cup. They have to get through qualifying rounds and, and everything else. So I'm just trying to clear it up for everyone, Al, so that they know uh, exactly what we're talking about here. So let's start with the first one, shall we? Uh, let's go with Brentford versus Leicester. Now, I talked about the championship. That's the league right under the Premier League. Brentford are fifth in the championship, and they have a real goal scorer in this side with a guy named Oli 
Watkins. Watch out for this guy. He can bang the ball in the back of the net. He puts it in the back of the old onion bag. That's Ollie's trick, okay? Leicester City, they've just got over a little bit of a blip in the Premier League uh, by beating West Ham in midweek. But look, I expect Brendan Rodgers is going to rest his players here for this one. Uh, with a league fixture against Chelsea coming up over the weekend, a big one at Stamford Bridge. And then they also have a Carabao Cup where they're really, really deep in the Carabao Cup. And Jamie Vardy's injured. Expect Brendan Rodgers to give his younger players on this side, they're already a young team, by the way, a good run out. Some of the players that you don't see all the time. So I'm accepting, I, I'm thinking uh, no Jamie Vardy. Uh, this is away at Griffin Park. This could be an upset in the making. By the way, this is the first meeting of these two teams since 1948-1949 season. Um, uh, this could be a big upset. Uh, Brentford, Leicester. And by the way, if Leicester exit the FA Cup, I don't think too many people will be crying. All right, there you go. What do you think? What do you see in this one, Al? Well, uh, Leicester, you know, uh, as you said, they uh, had a bit of a rough patch there in the Premier League after a very hot start. You know, they uh, were close to the top. Uh, just waiting for Liverpool to slip up, but uh, they never did. So uh, I think, uh, you know, Leicester and other teams that are uh, a bit behind um, Liverpool will give this uh, FA Cup their best shot because, I mean, they might want to take some home. You know, they know they got pretty much no shot at the Premier League. So why not give this uh, FA Cup a try? And uh, I think they come out to play and uh, win this game. So I'm taking All right, so uh, we'll get Leicester minus 116. All right, you're taking Leicester City minus 116. I'm taking the upset, yeah. Brentford, what, uh, the giant killing act. What, what, what is the, what is the uh, uh, money line on Brentford? Let me pull that up for you again. It is uh, plus 327 on the Beautiful. money Beautiful. Love that. Big money. Brentford, go for it. All right, next up. I wonder if that's my, uh, wonder if that's my banker calling. No, it's not. All right, he's like, yeah, you're going to put all your money on Brentford. They better win. Next up, Millwall, Sheffield United. This is at the Den. If you don't know anything about uh, English football, Millwall, nasty. If you followed punk rock in the old days, Sham 69, that's all about Millwall, all right? Sheffield United, look, they have been a surprise package in the Premier League this season. Chris Wilder, though, will absolutely use this match to give his players a run out, okay? Uh, they only just beat Fylde to get here, which was like a non-league team, uh, a conference team. Um, and the reason for that is Sheffield United were a uh, promoted team. So just staying in the Premier League and doing as well as they have been doing for the Blades is winning a trophy in and of itself. Uh, he's not going to jeopardize injuries. He's not going to jeopardize players. I think he knows there's zero chance they're going to go through and win this competition. He's going to give those kids a run out, those guys that are sitting on the bench waiting for their turn. Millwall, on the other hand, under Gary Rowett, they are uh, one of the champion championships informed teams plus the atmosphere at the den it's never friendly okay it's a cauldron uh, Millwall lost just one in the last 14 matches and uh, they uh, only nominally lost I mean it was a close match 2-1 against Sheffield that was only 18 months ago I like this one for an upset Al and the last FA Cup meeting but there's the two other FA Cup meetings with this team uh, one of them Chip Chirimbus was at he was at the first one in 1895 but apparently he was already in college by the time the second one happened at 1914. So they haven't met in the FA Cup for a while, but I like the upset. Uh, take it away. Uh, yeah, again, so I'm going to have to uh, disagree with you on this one. You know, they came up, uh, Sheffield came up a little short against Manchester City, you know, just losing 1-0 against a very good side there. And uh, I think they're in a little bounce back spot here against the weaker side. 
Um, uh, I like Sheffield here at uh, plus 134 on the money line. Very um, nice money I line for Sheffield he... at plus 134. But tell me, what is Millwall's money line, my good man? Millwall must be a bit juicier than that. It is at plus 237. Oh, sweet, plus 237. I'm going to sprinkle some fine profits in my bank account with that one. All right, next up, the grudge match of the century. At least it seems that way. Uh, this is at St. Mary's, where Tottenham Hotspur will be returning to face Southampton after about 30 days ago, they lost to Ralph Hattenhoofel's side in a very contentious match. They saw Jose Mourinho essentially get ejected, carded and ejected. And on the way out, he called one of the Southampton coaches an effing idiot. Now he's going to have to get to face that man again. Wasn't Ralph Hattenhoofel, by the way. Just want to be clear about that. He was called one of his assistants an effing idiot. Uh, now Mourinho is going to have to face the music and face the man he called an effing idiot. Uh, but look, uh, you know, Southampton... Uh, have been, uh, shall we say, in trouble, and then they kept faith with Hasenhutl, and, you know, everything's come right, and they're sort of happily mid-table, and the relegation battle's not staring them in the face. The fact of the matter is, Jose Mourinho has had real trouble at Spurs right now. They've had disappointing league form. Uh, Harry, they've lost Harry Kane. There's a lot of talk that Mourinho's already losing the dressing room at Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, he's trying to get a, a new striker in. He's not getting it. They're, as I said, their Premier League form has been disappointed. Plus, you know, he's going to run out the A squad for this game. Trust me, this is a grudge match. Mourinho does those very well. Deli Alley's going to play. Jongmin Son's going to play. Expect Ericsson at some point to make an appearance. Hopefully, Deli Alley won't have a fit when he's substituted. Uh, they're going to get the run out, and they're going to get the winner in this one. And this, for me, is a Tottenham victory at St. Mary's. Yeah, I do agree with you on this one. Um, and, yeah, as you said, they had that uh, tough 1-0 loss to, uh, to Southampton on New Year's Day. And, yeah, we'll be looking for payback here. And I think they get it. They're, uh, they will be on the road. But, you know, I don't think that the home field is uh, – I mean, I still like Tottenham here despite being on the road, despite having lost them earlier. I think they, they get their payback here. I'm taking them at a pick him at minus 120, but I'm assuming you're taking the uh, the money line at plus 151, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take money line on these. You know, this is FA Cup giant killers. This is what it's about. Let's move on very quickly. Last one, uh, Hull chess Hull versus Chelsea. Uh, this is at the KCOM. Uh, Chelsea haven't lost an FA Cup tie away at a lower league team for 12 years. Okay, and even though their form uh, has been a little iffy as of late. Uh, uh, I, I think they've got more than enough here to beat Hull. Look, Chelsea were lucky to win at Arsenal. They played very well at Tottenham, uh, but they were bullied in their losses uh, at Everton and Newcastle. They were held at Brighton. Uh, look, I, I think if a team plays super physical against these young guys on Chelsea, they can get the results. Having said that, as much as I would love for Hull to be a giant killer, I don't see it. I think Chelsea are going to hold the ground here. I don't think they're going to lose an FA Cup to lower league opposition in this year either. So I'm going to go with Chelsea on this one, Al. Yeah, again, going back to my uh, little Leicester theory here, I think they're going to be one of those teams that will try to go for this FA Cup just knowing they can't win the Premier League. So uh, they're the much better side here and heavy favorites. So even uh, got to lay a little juice when you're laying a goal. So I'm taking the minus one, minus 130. I also see them at uh, plus 131 if you want to lay a goal and a half. So yeah, that's beautiful. Really uh, that's excellent. That's I mean, I like, the, I like the goal and a half, by the way. Um, 
Al, the, the, the only thing, and we're running out of time here, the only, the only caveat I would give you on your Leicester City um, analysis is that, you know, solidifying a top four place, and yeah, they do have a decent lead right now in the top four, absolutely. Um, solidifying a top four place is really like winning a cup for Leicester City because it means they'll be in the Champions League next year. So, so don't forget that, that, you know, he's not likely to risk a lot of players for injuries, something that could really affect him because all you need is, you know, we, we know Man City's getting hot with Laporte coming back with Aguero. Uh, you know, all you need is a Chelsea or, you know, any one of those other, or, or Wolves look fantastic today, you know, uh, they could give them a run. All right, Al, we got to go. Love talking football, soccer with you. We'll do it again next week. I'll be right back with NBA Rapid Fire. All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. Hope you enjoyed the discussion in the last segment, FA Cup, a lot of fun. We've done a little college basketball. We've done a little English soccer for you. And now let's move right along and get to a quintessentially American game. We're talking about the National Basketball Association. Really, one of the most entertaining sports on the planet, I have to tell you, big fan of the NBA. Uh, joining me to, to, for our NBA Rapid Fire segment, two of our absolutely best handicappers, Tony El Tigre-Tellers and Craig El Huapo-Trap. Allow me to say, gentlemen, first of all, Tony, your smile, magnificent today, and Craig, you're <laughs> simply glowing in your picks and parlays outfit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're too Thank much. You, Nick. Well, of course, today is National Compliment Day, gentlemen, so I just wanted to, you know, be sure to live up to the expectation today. And, you know, compliments, no one never expects one in return. Oh, well, you're doing a great Nick. job on the show today, Nick. Oh, Look at those you. glasses. Oh, wow. th thank you so much. <laughs> yes, these have often been called birth control glasses, but I have three children, so clearly they're not working properly. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, let's start. Gentlemen, Houston Rockets, Minnesota Timberwolves. The Rockets 27-16. Uh, the Timberwolves 15-29. and 29. Uh, The Rockets beat the Nuggets. That snapped a four-game loser for them and the Timberwolves. Uh, they are only two and eight. They've lost the last seven in the row. The Rockets are five-point favorites, total 234 and a half. Let's start with you, Craig. Well, the key in this one, I think, is Minnesota finally starting to get a little healthier. And, uh, you know, Houston, of course, like you said, snapped that uh, losing streak. I think this Houston team continues to be one of the better teams in the West. If you just look at their overall talent and their overall scoring ability, I think you have to go with the total here. Minnesota plays very little defense, neither does Houston. I think 234 sounds like a lot, but I still think this one goes over. Let's take the over 234 here. All right, Tony. Yeah, I'm going to look here and take Houston Rockets minus five. Yeah, they've had some recent struggles. They come up with a nice win against Denver, but uh, that's against teams that know what they're doing defensively. The Timberwolves, for a couple of seasons now, they have no clue uh, how to defend. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, um, we're looking here at their past five games, allowing 51% shooting. Uh, they've lost seven straight, fell in the cover of six of those games. Coming off a seven-point loss to a bad Chicago team. You know, Rockets, they'll feast on these bad defensive teams. They'll find their groove here. I'm going to go ahead and lay the five with Houston. All right, next up, the Denver Nuggets against the New Orleans Pelicans. The Nuggets, 30 and 14. Pelicans, 17 and 28. The Nuggets are 13 and 8 straight up on the road, which is a pretty good number. Uh, let's see. They've got uh, Gary Harris and uh, Nathan Plumlee are out. They've gone under in six of the last six. And the Pelicans, they're 8 and 14 at home, 12 and 10 against the spread. J.J. Redick and Josh Hart should return to play in this game. Uh, total's gone over in 11 of the last 12. Pelicans, three-point home favorites. And the total's 231. Let's start with you, Tony. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Pelicans here at minus three. Really tough to back Denver. They failed to cover a three of four after that 16-point loss to a struggling Houston team. But Denver has been decimated with multiple injuries right now, key players in rotation. We're looking at least five rotational players mm. injured. We have three that are out, two that are questionable. And you know what? They played better of late to covering eight of their past ten, and they are shooting the ball well, nearly 49%, 39% from three. And uh, the Nuggets' uh, defensive form on the three-point line has not been quite sharp right now. Death will be an issue here. I believe uh, New Orleans will run at a fast pace, but just too many injuries on the Denver side. I'll take New Orleans minus a three. All right. Uh, Craig. I guess, you know, the question here for me is Zion. You know, obviously he looked good late in that game. Of course, yeah, he late. was on a minutes restriction. Is he going to be on a minutes restriction again? That's the key. And, and, and uh, you know, how many minutes? Is he going to stay under that 25? If he's under 25, I kind of – Going to probably butt heads with Tony. I probably take Denver, a banged up Denver team, uh, getting three points. Like uh, Nick said, 13 and eight straight up against the road. Granted, not great lately because of all the injuries. But I got to think that Zion, uh, second game in three days, maybe they said he wasn't, uh, you know, feeling much, but I still think they'll be very, very safe with him the next uh, couple weeks. Let's take Denver here plus the three points. Well, poor kid can't get away from having a curfew, can he? All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Grizzlies at Pistons. Uh, that's probably better, better, uh, better for Luka Doncic, right? What's he like? Twenty years old? Uh, what's Zion? Twenty-two? He's twenty-two. Uh, I think he's nineteen. Right? Oh, 19. nineteen. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. These kids coming into the league today. I mean, it is incredible the talent they have. But they do have to be managed and managed carefully. Uh, and that's why I think the franchise that they end up with is so important, right? Let's talk about the Grizzlies at the Pistons. Uh, the Grizzlies, 20 and 24. They're seven and three. They're on a two-game losing streak. They're eight and 11 straight up. Nine, nine and one against the spread. They've gone under in four of the last five. And the Pistons, uh, 17 and 28. They're five and five. They beat Sacramento 126-106 last outing. They're nine and 13 straight up at home and against the spread, which ain't great. Andre Drummond will play, but Bruce Brown Jr. won't play. And the Pistons are narrow, narrow home favorites at one and a half points, uh, with 227 and a half. We started with you, Tony. Uh, let's go with Craig. Well, this one, uh, it's all about the uh, the Grizzlies here. I think the Grizzlies, obviously, they play in the tougher side of the NBA. Um, you know, uh, the, the Pistons play in the East, and they're still 17 and 28. Uh, the one thing Detroit has going for him is Rose. Rose has had a great year, uh, probably, I don't say he's MVP-type season they had back when he was with Chicago, but he's having a great season, and supposedly a lot of teams wanting him via trade before the trade deadline here but this memphis young grizzly team can really score they really push the pace i just don't think the pistons can score with, score with them so let's take the memphis Grizzlies slight underdog here but let's take a money line because i think you'll probably get them at plus 105 plus 100 plus 110 here as the grizzlies win outright all right tony yeah i'm with craig here i'm going to take memphis here plus the points it's just tough really to back detroit They've not been good against the better teams in the league. We see them beat up on some bad teams of late, uh, Sacramento and line. They caught Boston dealing with injuries in the rotation, and the flu was going around in there. But uh, I think, like Craig said, I think this will be a get-well game for the Memphis Grizzlies. They, have, they find a team here they can really pound on. They've been a really good scoring team. They've shown some improvement. They're shooting the ball well, uh, looking at the past five games, nearly 47%. And we look at here at the Pistons, nearly in the bottom of the league in field goal defense, allowing over 47% shooting. I'll take Memphis plus the points. All right, very and gentlemen, allow me to say how splendid your picks have been so far. Okay, let's move along. Next one. Uh, Sacramento Kings, 15-29 and 29, uh, against the 17-29 uh, and 29 Chicago Bulls. The Kings, 3-7 and seven on a six-game losing streak. They lost 
for the Pistons last outing. 7 and 16 straight up away from home, 13 and 10 against the spread there as well. Marvin Bagley the third is doubtful. They've gone over in all of their last six games. And the Bulls, 4 and 6, coming off a win over the Timberwolves. At home, they're 10 and 14 straight up, 11 13 against the spread. The total's gone under. Look, guys, neither of these teams have particularly good records either away or at home. So uh, I didn't get the numbers on this one. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to you, Tony, for the to start it. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, and this one, I'm going to take the over here, over 221. And you mentioned the over with, with Sacramento and the Bulls going off, been going over as well. Just, these teams just don't play defense. I mean, we look at the past five games, uh, Sacramento giving up 49% shooting. The Bulls giving up 51% shooting, 39% from three. Now, we look at the Bulls' recent games against bad defensive teams. Uh, they posted 117 points in Minnesota, 118 to Cleveland, 115 to Washington, all at home. And Sacramento, they've allowed 118 or greater in five of six. And the exception was Orlando, who, who, doesn't, who was one of the worst scoring teams in the league. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, this game to go over a total of 221. All right, Craig, how do you see it? Yeah, I definitely do, wouldn't uh, talk you off the head over for sure. Uh, I have to fade the Kings team, though. I was on them the other night uh, when they lost to a, like we just talked about the Pistons. Pistons, not very good. Pistons ran them off the court. Yeah. And I think the Bulls will do the same as Kings. I just don't know where their heads are. They just, the effort on defense is non-existent. Let's take the Bulls here, minus two, small favorite at home. Very nice. Okay, next up, the Raptors at the Knicks. Uh, the Raptors, 30-14, and 25-19 against the spread. They're 7-3 and three on a five-game win streak, 14-7 and seven straight up, 11-10 against the spread away from home. 14-7 away from home is pretty good. Total over in four of the last five games. Uh, the Knicks, 12-33. Ouch, 23-22. New York hates it when their teams lose, but I, I love it. Okay, 2-8 and eight in the last 10 for the Knickerbockers. They've lost, they lost 92 to 100 to the Lakers last outing, 6 and 16 straight up at home. Ooh, 11 and 11 against the spread at home. Ah, oh, heart palpitations. Uh, total under in four of the last five. This team just isn't very good, by the way, which is why the Raptors are seven and a half point road favorites. Right, Craig, with a total of 215 and a half. How do you see it? Well, as bad as the Knicks have been at times this year, they've been better lately uh, for us betters. Well, and I think you that. have to take them as. Yeah, I know, but uh, at home, seven and a half points against a Raptors team that's still banged up. When the Raptors are healthy, this team would would mop the floor with the Knicks. I just think uh, you, they're, they're going to win this game, but I think it's in that four to five range. So give me the seven and a half points reluctantly with a uh, young Knicks team that's hopefully uh, continues to be a little better against the spread as they're five and five against the spread in the last ten. Yeah, I mean, come on, Craig. I mean, the Raptors are on a five-game win streak, okay, and the Knicks are two and eight in the last ten, <laughs> coming off a, a, a loss to well, the Lakers, which maybe win. was closer they than they thought. They can still win. I know. Just five and five. Both those teams are five and five against the spread, so it's not like uh, the I Raptors know. have been knocking the cover off of the ball, as they say in baseball, as far as uh, betters are concerned. All right, Tony T. How do you see? Do you agree? Yeah, with this me? is my best play. This. Well, this is my best play of the day from the oh. NBA. Pick it up right now at picksandparlays.net. Oh, you teaser, you. All right, so uh, while we're talking about that, so why don't you pick up Tony's play, head over to the website, picksandparlays.net. And Tony, I'm sorry to do this to you. Get his play for 15% less, okay? Go ahead and buy it, put it in the basket, and use promo code COLD, C-O-L-D, and laugh all the way to the bank. Okay, next up. Let's go. Uh, Spurs, at, Suns at Spurs. The Phoenix Suns, 18 and 26, 12, 21 and 1 against the spread. They're 5 and 5 in the last 10. They've lost two in a row. That was to the Spurs and the Pacers. They're 9 and 10 straight up away from home, 12 and 7 against the spread away. 
Aaron Baines and Cameron Johnson are out. Total's gone under in six of the last nine. And the Spurs, 20 and 23, uh, six and four in the last 10. But they're on a three-game winning streak, which is why the record's actually improved a little bit to something that one might always mention without spitting. Uh, 12 and 10 straight up, 7 and 15 against the spread when at home. Total's gone over in 12 of 17. And we've got a nice point total here of 229. And the San Antonio Spurs are home favorites at 3.5, which to me seems a little low. Uh, let's go with you, Craig. Yeah, I mean, it does look a little low. That's why I, I was reluctantly going to take this, the Spurs at 3.5 or 4, where I see it in most of the spots right now. But it's just like they're it's, – it's almost like a trap spot because Spurs have been playing so much better than the Suns. I think the safer play is the over here, over 229. This Spurs team is not the Spurs of the Tim Duncan and David Robinson when they would uh, beat you inside and play yeah. great defense and, and win low-scoring games. They do it just the opposite now. They shoot tons yeah. of threes, and they score a lot of points. I think the Suns' defense will allow plenty of points, too, and score their fair share. Let's take the over 229 here. Okay, Tony T, one minute, go. I can't argue with the overplay, but I'm going to go ahead and lay the points for the Spurs. Here we go again with an injury. We just mentioned Baines, one of the big guys. You know, when Baines and Aiton are, are together in the lineup with Booker, I like the Suns. But with Baines out, I'm going to go against the Suns. We just saw them get blown out on their home court, 112-87 in Indiana, who was on the road. And, of course, the defensive form terrible. They're giving up 42% from three over their past five games. And we're seeing the Spurs shooting the three ball better. That's why we've seen some improvement. They just beat, the San they just beat New Orleans in a game they were supposed to lose because Zion was back in the lineup. We'll go ahead and lay the points with San Antonio. All right, guys, great picks. Really appreciate it. By the way, these are two of our best handicappers right there. Actually, Andrew, put them back on the screen if you're watching us. There they are. There's one there and one there. There you go, Tony and Craig. You can get their picks right now on the site, picksandparlays.net. Look how wonderful they look today. Okay, you can get their picks, picksandparlays.net. 15% off everything you put in the basket. Use promo code COLD, C-O-L-D. But believe you me, their picks are not cold. Their picks are smoking hot. So go pick them up right now. Okay, if you've missed any part of this show and you're saying, oh, all these great free picks. I came late to the party. I missed them all. Well, don't worry. Right after the break, I'm going to recap every pick we have. And if you've missed any part of this show, you can find it being replayed on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. Picks and parlays. Nick Eber with you. We're live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. We're also streaming live on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, uh, tune in. I nearly said something that we're not streaming live on, so don't worry about that. I have to. <laughs> and, and, of course, streaming live YouTube, Facebook, Twitter as well. And if you've missed any of the show, you can find the replays immediately following the show at YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Well, I mentioned I was going to recap all the picks we gave you today in case you missed any of them. So let's jump right to it, shall we? We started with Chip Chicken Dinner Cherimbus with his college basketball picks. Wisconsin at Purdue take the under 115. Marquette at Butler take Butler minus five and a half, and Kent State at Buffalo take Kent State plus three and a half points. Then we did a little FA Cup with you with Al Ninos. Now, Al and I disagreed on a few of these, uh, but I'm going to give you his FA Cup picks so you can send him hate mail, you know, if it doesn't work out. No, these are great picks. Uh, Brentford at Leicester take Leicester minus 116. Millwall at Sheffield take Sheffield United plus 134. By the way, my picks were Brentford for the upset, Millwall for the upset. Southampton, Tottenham, he said take Southampton. The Pickham, minus 120. Folks, that is a spectacular bet. Okay, that means it's a push if they draw. 
But, you know, you still get minus 120 if they win. I think Spurs should win that. Hull and Chelsea. Take Chelsea, minus one, uh, minus 130. And I think I took plus one and a half at a little bit of plus money there, about plus 130. But uh, find the odds. Take Chelsea on that one. All right, and then finally, NBA rapid fire. We had Craig and Tony. Uh, Craig's picks, Rockets at Timberwolves, take the over 234. Grizzlies at Pistons, take the Grizzlies, plus two. Uh, Tony T, his picks, Rockets at Timberwolves, take the Rockets, minus five. Nuggets at Pelicans, take the Pelicans, minus three. Suns at Spurs, take the Spurs, minus four. Kings at Bulls, take the over 221. And the Grizzlies at the Pistons, take the Grizzlies, plus two. There you have it. A lot of picks for you. Hope you had a chance to uh, write them down. And if you're driving, please don't do that. Go check us out, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You'll find this show up there. And, of course, download the podcast, B-L-E-A-V, the Believe Podcast Network. I'll be back with you on Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Till then, have a great weekend. May your bets be big, your winnings even bigger, and always bet, win, and repeat. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.